Welcome, everyone, to a new episode of Movies and Brews, where we talk movies and we drink some brews. I'm your host, Jordan, and sitting across from me here is Daniel. The Demonic Davis. Nice. I like that. All right. Well, today we're going to do something a little different here. We're going to divide this up into two parts. The first part, we're going to be talking about Star Wars Celebration a little bit and just some new stuff coming down the Star Wars pipeline. And then for part two, we'll talk the movie Hellboy. And we've got a guest for both. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, and let's go to a galaxy far, far away. I'm excited about this episode. We have our first guest. Oh yeah? He's had a couple shout-outs on the show that nobody listened to yet, but... He is our residential Hellboy fangirl. Yep. Yep. Fangirl's a word. Um, fan. I prefer better. Okay. But. He's our Hellboy fan. Yep. Yep. Hello, uh, listener. <laughs> You're doing terrific. <laughs> yeah. Hello. I know you You guys, uh, your one listener is probably real excited to hear that you finally got a guest to come Hi, on Mom. the show. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll talk more about um. I don't know. Should we talk about now or talk about what we're drinking first? Well, yeah, let's we're uh, a little let's, let's do, here, let's do okay. the segments first. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll we'll introduce Connor more appropriate in a little bit here. But first, let's talk about what we're drinking. This week was Daniel's week to bring in something. Daniel, what'd you bring for drink and tell? Well, this week I tried to find something devil slash hell related. And I couldn't find anything, so I brought Cold Fire Tangle of Tigers IPA. It could have got rogue. They at least have skeletons on the yeah, their it bottles. It kind of fits with the uh, the Jaguar guy. It kind of does, though. I was just thinking that. <laughs> I guess I forgot about the Jaguar guy. I'm not gonna. I wasn't thinking about him when I bought this, but yeah, that's be- right. it's for the Jaguar dude. It's for the Jaguar guy. Cool. Oh, that's good. Who makes this again? Cold Fire. Mm. Yep, I don't think I've ever... Oh, wow, that is really good. That is really good. Where are they from? I don't know. Cold Fire, but uh, it tastes delicious. Eugene, Oregon. Oh, 7.5. Oh, They're good. Tastes hazy. It looks hazy. That is... Mm, it's mm. like orange juice. Oh, yeah, it is. Drink before 10 a.m. Dang, mm-hmm. that's good. Yep, that's a, okay. that's a breakfast beer right there. Mm-hmm. Well, this week we're going to... Uh, Skip our weekly look backs and move that to next week it's just because there's a lot to talk about with movie news here. Got a lot of stuff that's coming down the chute, Star Wars related. So, why don't we get into movie news here? Take it away, Daniel. Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba-ba. This week in movie news. Yep, yep. Connor's never listened to the <laughs> podcast, so he doesn't know what he even got himself into. I, I have no idea what to expect, but I'm yeah, so where, where excited. Yeah, where should we actually like? Everybody, I'd like everybody to meet Connor here. <laughs> Connor, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Jordan. I'm excited to be here. So, um, yeah, we're excited to have you. So it's excited. exciting to have a guest. Like, I'm really excited that yeah, we finally... I've, I've uh, never know? been on a podcast before, but it just feels appropriate that uh, the first podcast I'm on, we're talking about Hellboy. Heck, yeah. I'm very excited. Well, yeah, just come on. Yeah, you just, it's all about just you know, speaking the mic, share your feelings, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. See, now I feel like I'm going to therapy. Mm. Well, it's going to be better than therapy because we get to talk about the devil. <laughs> You're just going to keep doing that, aren't you? Oh, yeah. keep At least three awesome. more times. 
I might switch it out for the word well, Should we talk about how you know him or anything? Well, um, so no, you... fuck him. Wow. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Do people mm. like what? I don't know. Connor, how long have you been a fan of ours? No, mm. <laughs> about 30 minutes ago. Perfect. I mean, he's been a fan of mine since almost never. But here we Strictly are. Strictly never. Connor, one of my good <laughs> friends. Um, I knew he's a big Hellboy fan. Did we he went have to, to bribe you to get you here? Mm, no. He just said, hey, you want to talk about Hellboy? And I was like, when don't I? Exactly. <laughs> so. Mike Mignola's his personal hero. Mm, Mike Mignola. Mignola. See, that's Mike why Mignola. we. That's why you're here, Connor. Yep, see, step one. Step, Mike Mignola. Mike Mignola. Yeah, yeah, he's a. I'm, I'm a huge, huge fan of Mike Mignola. His art, um, his art has inspired me in a lot of ways with my own art. So, uh, yeah, well, that's pretty awesome. much what I have to say about that. Well, I'm looking forward to talking some Hellboy with you here in a few. What do you have for news, Daniel? All right, so there's a few things this week. Most of it's Star Wars related, so we're gonna hold off on that for a second. But. The first little bit of movie news I has is the first bit of movie news that I have is the Black Widow movie is sounds like it's actually happening and kind of connecting to Hellboy. David Harbour is going to be in it. Oh, awesome. And it should start filming in June. Cool. So that is going to be underway. So she is surviving Endgame. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I know, it kind of takes the stakes a little bit out knowing what movies and sequels they have coming up. But I just try not to think about that until so I can just sit and enjoy. Well, there's been no Captain 4 announcement, so... I mean, he's one of the (laughs) expected casualties. But he's got two comic book replacements on the ready. Oh, well. So, that's... Pretty cool. It's about time she got a movie. I would like to see her and Hawkeye, like either an origin story when she's still evil and how she gets involved in S.H.I.E.L.D. or her and Hawkeye like a spy thriller, which would be oh, very cool. Either one of those would be Both, super exciting. All of it, yeah, all of it mixed I in. I would love to see her back in the good old days, though, just rocking it as a Soviet spy. That would be Yeah, I wouldn't mind going back to the 90s again. Even Just yeah. so much fun. Yeah, that would... Just get a different director and do a better job than they did with Captain Marvel. Mm. Yeah. And then, uh, so, on next on the docket, since this is all about Disney, uh, Disney Plus set a release date for November 12th, 2019, with a surprising initial price of $6.99 a month or $70 for an entire year. And I know a lot of people, because mm. me... I was also expecting this not to be like, it has to be comparable to Netflix, but I was thinking at least 10 to $15 because it's Disney and they right. got a lot of pull that's, right now. Well, I right. mean, that's definitely, you said starting price. So they're definitely going to get you, get you with that. They're going to get you in. And then mm-hmm. I could see it every year, slowly raising it by 50 or cents to a dollar. Be like some added features that you could pay a little extra for or something along those right. lines. What's the current like running price of a Netflix subscription right now? My Netflix subscription is $15 for like, being able to have six, five or six people sub, okay. like watching it at the same time. Because yeah, I think like most other people on the planet, I get I yeah I sponge my. Netflix we do, we do good though because somebody else who's we, actually between the four it. siblings, 
we got someone that pays for Netflix, someone that pays for Hulu, Spotify, Amazon, and then we just share it all. Mm. Yeah. So everybody's got something that we're helping. We're on the family plan. That's pretty legit. Helping our family out. That's exactly. pretty legit. Everyone just gets one thing and you share it all around. Yeah, exactly. All that's, somehow, good, somehow that's a good way to work. Three it. services. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, am I? I don't know. I pay for Netflix. I pay for the Hulu subscription and Amazon. Oh, I sponge that off my girlfriend, so... Mm. <laughs> And then I get my Amazon from you. It all works. Works out good, though. So, yeah, yeah. it's definitely going to be like a get them in, get them subscribed, get them used to that Disney experience, and then say, like, hey, you're going to have to start paying With Fox, a part of it now, I that is kind of getting me to maybe look that way. Because at launch, we're going to have every episode of The Simpsons. Would be amazing, especially the first 10 to 12 seasons. Would love that. But The Simpsons... The 90s X-Men cartoon and Spider-Man cartoon would be amazing if they were on there. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Um, what else? Is, what, I'm trying to think what else Fox had uh, cartoon-wise that might be on there from the, like, the 90s, like Saturday morning cartoon-wise. Oh, I'm not sure. I mean, I should know because I watch Fox Kids all the time. Right. But so, yeah, I mean, I too, again, hopefully kinda... there can be multiple platforms for the price. But yeah, this might be something we have to get into also because you'll have all the Marvel stuff. There'll be... I kind of want to get into what I'm most excited about, why I would personally get a subscription. Why don't we just kind of uh, ducktail into this? I'm excited because I know all, all of you have seen it. The Mandalorian. That footage they just showed mm. at Star Wars Celebration this last weekend. Holy cow. Mm. I know. That, which, I mean, we all were kind of talking about before the show, but it looks more like Star Wars than the last two movies and possibly three movies once Rise of the Skywalker comes Completely out. Completely agree. This yeah no yeah when agree. I Dan when you sent me the link to to watch that video I watched it and I started breathing heavy <laughs> like I yeah. am so ridiculously excited I know because you love like Jango Fett and oh. like just the Mandalorians themselves Boba Fett Jango Fett just the Mandalorian lore from all the old uh, video games and just there's so much to be explored in that. Well, and just, yeah, just, it looks grounded and just good. And yeah. They're not going to. And they really brought that classic Star Wars visual back to it. It just, I think, it just has that. this like feel to it that feels yeah. like Star Wars. And I'm, I'm just yeah. very excited for it. Like I've watched it a couple, I've watched it a few times. I think I've watched this more than I watched the new trailer that they put out that we'll get into yep. later. It's going to be a good and I can feel it in my nuggets. But yeah, this, I just, and just hearing, um, John Favreau talk to the camera and just like his interview. And I'm like, I just feel like I'm like, man, I feel like I'm watching a guy that gets it. Oh, yeah. He's just a wholesome dude. Out of el- everybody at Lucasfilm right now, you know, you're Kevin Kennedy's, Ryan Johnson's. I, just, I feel like I'm just looking at somebody that gets it. When he, the way he, ta- he sounds very passionate when he talks to the camera. Yeah. You can tell he's a fan. Not, not even passionate, but confident, too. Yeah. Like, you just, yeah, you can tell he's a fan. It just, yeah. it feels like he knows what he's doing. Hey, man. And he, he I like see that. he's invested. And I'm I'm excited. For I mean, it. he essentially started the MCU with Iron Man. That's right. So you know, let's help yeah. him. He started with the really good, um, what do you call it, live action adaptations of Disney. Which also, I don't know if we'll talk about that at all. Did anybody catch the new Lion King trailer? Speaking of John Favreau, I saw the uh, new Lion King. This guy's keeping busy. I think I think I saw the shortcut of it. I don't think I. So, yeah, it is kind of what I suspected. It does look like it's going to be a shot-for-shot remake of the cartoon. 
which is what I expect as well. And that trailer just essentially confirmed it for me because there's all okay. the key moments, all the exact dialogue. So I like what I see so far. I didn't get the goosebumps I did the first trailer, but the first trailer also you heard a lot of James Earl Jones voice and you heard the music and that really got me pumped. Yeah. Uh, Scar. So I'm missing Jeremy Irons when it comes to Scar. His voice is okay. I'm missing Jeremy Irons voice though. I think I would have preferred that. Scar is looking scruffy, though. Like, he looks like he hasn't eaten in months. I know. He doesn't look <laughs> menacing. He just looks old and withered. Yeah. Like, he just got beat up by life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Which, I mean, hopefully the voice acting, like, will pull that character together. But as a first look, and it's kind of... I'll say, warthogs are much more cuter in cartoons. Exactly. <laughs> at, the end of the, at the end of the trailer, they show Timon and Pumbaa. And my God, a cartoon warthog is actually like likable <laughs> the, uh, is, is it bad it's i mean it looks exactly like a warthog so it's you haven't seen the trailer yet maybe oh. we should pause real quick and watch the trailer oh, well i'll, I'll just I'll watch it later no we'll, 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 it's okay oh, all right man. we're back so what did you think <laughs> of the trailer uh, that end bit that got me. That was pretty funny. A weem, a weem, a weem. Like I said, it just—it's a little off-putting. Cause... No, you're right. That uh, that warthog. It's they're it's off-putting in your face, creatures. Warthog. Yeah, they're not attractive. <laughs> no, I've got a tattoo of a warthog. It's not—it's not pretty. Oh yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's a coat of arms, so it's a little. Isn't it Pumbaa? Yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's my my family crest. He's nice. got a, a warthog head chopped off and put on a plate. Nice. <laughs> Laura Fly style. Oh. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I will say I do. Yeah, I love the, the look the of the hyenas. The they look very menacing. Yeah, the hyenas. Real excited about that. I like the they look were at, always some of my favorite characters. I like the, the look at them. Anyways. Scar, again, he just looks like he oh, is just He worn looks emaciated out and like he's probably out fleas. Right. Like, we see a grown-up Nala. Which, yeah, again, a lot of the shots just look like they're straight out of the cartoon, which I, there's just oh, yeah. not much you can probably change to the story, I imagine. Oh, no. I mean, if you played around with it too much, fans of the original... But I wonder, are we going to get they songs, They would though? lose their minds. Like, is he going to be like, and I just can't wait to be king? Well, here, here's the thing, though. Like, they made so. a lot of changes to Dumbo from the cartoon to the live action, and I, I preferred that. Well, that's mostly because no one remembers Dumbo. Right. <laughs> a lot of people do though and i i gotta say i do prefer the changes and i mean i would be fine with changes to lion king too because if i don't like this live action movie i can always go back and enjoy the cartoon yeah and it's also just like do you really it's already going to be directly compared to the cartoon all of these are so you might as well separate them more so you can be like well you can be a fan of this one and not be a fan of this one but it's yeah. harder to separate if they're exactly because i just th- yeah i think you're either yeah. gonna be a fan of both or like one or the other i don't know but yeah i mean either way whether they keep it exactly the same or they try to change it up a little bit but they're, they're yeah. bringing this this visual awe to the story that wasn't the there animation before. looks it's incredible. it looks amazing it's beautiful yeah like, and i'm it's so excited gonna be to see that for yeah. The eyes. yeah i'm definitely looking forward yeah, to this because we we know the story we know the songs so if they make it exactly the same we're gonna have all that same nostalgia behind it to spend and this then it's more just than gonna be something to gawk at because it's gonna be beautiful yeah yeah it's true i'm excited yeah, my, my hot take on all these is kind of, I relate it back to Disney in the 90s when they were cheapening all of their IPs by like sending out direct-to-DVD, or not DVD, direct-to-VHS sequels. 
Mm-hmm. Like all the Aladdins. Yeah, I haven't watched most of those because the ones I did watch were just bad. Well, yeah, oh, it's bad. And I just loved like, all of those. <laughs> I mean, in hindsight, I mean, I loved when I was a kid the Prince of the King of Thieves, which was like that third Aladdin. Mm-hmm. That one was good. Um, I think my biggest pet peeve was I like continuity. So when they would change the voices for the VHS releases, I'd get mad. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that's still like kind of what it like maybe in hindsight, like 20, 30 years from now, people look back and be like, oh, Disney was kind of cheapening up their IPs by just making exact remakes in live action. Yeah. Seems like something that in 30 years from now, they'll be redoing the cartoons. Oh, God. I hope We're going to do cartoon adaptations of these live action remakes from the early 2000s. Oh, my God. <laughs> that would, that would It would just come full circle. It probably But will. by then, I mean, their cartoons are going to be... I can't even say that. I was going to say something stupid. Oh, you can say mm. it. Go ahead. I was going to say their cartoons are going to be better than uh, the CGI than we ha- that we have now. But thinking back, like the progression of cartoons over the last like, 10, 20 years, it's so bad. It hurts my heart. Yeah. And the Ninja heart. Turtles. Just, uh, all the cartoons. <laughs> yep, all yep. the cartoons that are out right now for the little ones, like. There, there's some they good lack stuff soul. in there, but there's a lot of <laughs> there's there's some needles in the haystack for sure that can be some diamonds in the rough that can be found, but for the most part, like I, I cringe. No Ninja Turtles or X Men. Nope. Mm. Nope. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. All right. Well, got a little bit carried yeah. away, but I have <laughs> Back one to more. Star Wars though. I have one more non Star Wars piece of news because okay. it's still related to disney is so disney I still announced want, i still want to talk some more mandalorian and what i won't talk about celebration in general but yeah go ahead so disney announced the live action adaptation of lilo and stitch and <laughs> what i i have I did not pulled, hear that i have pulled up here an artist <sighs> rendering this Whoa. is this is fan art this is not actually okay. disney official but this is just what people are like all right this is what stitch could possibly look like because <laughs> that's terrifying. Fucking haunting. He looks like a pug that's been entered into a bodybuilding competition. Yeah, that, <laughs> that looks like an ugly, <laughs> ugly version of Ayla. With ears that are like... It looks like you are not supposed to feed it after midnight or get it wet. <laughs> right. No, and it takes place in Hawaii. I don't know how that's, that's possible. That's a cute little dog mixed with a gremlin. Yeah. It's just... Oh. this. And Like I said, I thought when I saw this, it is not Disney licensed. This is just fan art. That oh. came out after they, oh, the announcement. Oh, God, because that is oh terrifying. Yeah. That just gives oh, me flashbacks man. of the pug that I used to have that would just shit in my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Toby. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you know the one. Yep. Oh. So it's it's pretty freaky. Whoa. Yeah, that, that one's actually kind of cool. I don't know. I like so they that want to make a live action of that one. Which is such a weird one, because when it came out, not fan, but like... Why not make a... Like, CGI c- cartoon version of it, like you know. Like, well, I mean, that's what they've been doing technically. Um, but right. no, but you know, I'm thinking of. Uh, what am I thinking of? Who's the the Hawaiian cartoon gal that came out? Moana. 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 Yeah, kind of like go along, but use the you know, Moana kind of style of cartoon. I think that could look really cool for this. Just think, really upgrade it to yeah, like why do, modern. Yeah, just upgrade it. Why does it gotta be? Because they're action. trying to turn all the old cartoons into live yeah, but action. I, I think I'm and, but Lilo and Stitch wasn't that long ago. Month. At least in retrospect of how long Disney's been going. Because yeah, what was that? It's oh, not right. that long right. ago. It's a fairly recent oh, one. It's it, a fairly recent one, yeah. Which also, does that make us all sound kind of old? 
2002, Lilo and Stitch came out. That, that doesn't see, but that was almost 20 years ago now. Oh God! So, oh my God! <laughs> I gotta be whoa it, when you say it like that. It really I think I saw that. I think I saw in theaters, and I've never seen it again since. I mean, it's a fun one. I vaguely remember it. Yeah, yeah no, I I enjoyed it. I I liked him. I liked the the high energy of the little little Stitch dude, and he was he was fun to watch. He and... would be terrifying in live action. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it is not something I want to look at for an uh, hour and a gym. half, especially if it looks anything like this. Oh, come on, it just be like Leela's nibbler. No, it's a face only a mother could love. Right. Also, Nibbler in live action would also look terrifying. Uh, it would also be terrifying. <laughs> could you, uh, Leela in live action would look weird. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, she's pretty hot. They, they tried that. Like, they've tried doing... Um, there was that one episode crossover where they just did her in a different animation style, and she was terrifying. Like, oh, really? It's yeah. probably, like, one of the what-if episodes. Yeah, it was... <laughs> Those yeah. were always my favorites. Yeah. What if I never wacky. woke up in the future? I I like my favorite's just like, oh, so that's what it would have been like if I invented the thing longer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Mm. That was a good one. What yeah. if I was what he's like five stories tall? Exactly. Oh, that is so good. That's such a good episode. Fantastic. Anyway, so yes, Lilo and Stitch live action. Now let's get all this old bullshit out of the way and Star Wars celebration. We got some good good shit. So. Yeah, I gotta say, I didn't really... The only stuff I watched was the episode 9 panel. That's the only thing I watched... Well, let me rephrase that. That's the only thing I watched live. Now, there was a couple YouTube channels I follow, and they were kind of doing live streams here and there, walking around the event. And it was really it was really cool to watch them. Like They did like car trips on the way to the event, walking around the event, and up in their hotel room, like reaction videos to stuff. So yeah, I, I kind of followed it a little bit this weekend. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was cool. I, I definitely... so. I, yeah, I, I'm to say the only thing I, I really sit down and watch live though was the hour and a half or so of the episode nine talk with everybody, and I got to say that was uh, pretty exciting. Hmm. I you, unfortunately did not get a chance hardly at all this weekend to to view anything except for what Dan had sent me, and that was just the the trailers. So yeah, which I, I mean, like that's. That. Most of what you're looking for. I mean, like, there's a lot of cool stuff. I watched the Friday panel. Uh, I watched live stream that while I was at work instead of working, as you do when Star Wars comes around. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. But after that, like, I kind of I watched a little bit of the Saturday live stream because I wanted to see the Jedi Fallen Order game because I've been looking forward to that personally. Did not disappoint. But, I mean, that's all I saw, like, maybe 15 minutes on Saturday, but the whole thing on Friday. So I've just been watching, bit like, the highlights as they've been yeah, publishing. Cool. Yeah, I remember uh, a couple of years ago, I was just driving, and the, they, all of a sudden I was like, I don't know if I just got to learn my phone or something, but anyway, I was like, oh my gosh. I got So I just remember pulling over, going to find a Starbucks, and sitting there on my phone watching the unveil of, it was the uh, episode 8 panel, and watching the unveil of the trailer. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. See, just the world stops when Star Wars is happening. So, which I mean, like, again, it's we've bashed the new Star Wars on the show before. We might bash it in a couple months. We might do it in a couple minutes. But it's kind (laughs) of it. It's just one of the things where it's just like Star Wars. I've got thoughts. Yeah, Star Wars is so ingrained in us that I'm just like, life stops when new Star Wars is happening. Even if I hate it later, 
I'm loving every second I of mean, it. That's <laughs> the thing about a franchise like Star Wars is it gets it's it becomes bigger than itself. Like there's so much in the Star Wars universe. I wish Disney would that understand that. It doesn't it doesn't belong to any one person. It belongs to the entire community that is involved in Star Wars now. Which is awesome. And it's it's one of the sad- It's exactly what it is. It's a community of lovers of Star Wars. And it that's what is. makes it so great, though. I mean, shoot, I find myself I mean, it's, still it's, buying Star Wars Lego now and then just because it's just yeah, so I mean, much it, fun to it, s- assemble these starships and everything and just my little figurines and their lightsabers. It's awesome. Yeah, it that's makes why it so have, much we harder. Chewy, here's to... our mascot for the show, for crying out loud. <laughs> that's true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's in studio today. Hey, hey oh. Chewy, why don't you come say hi real quick? <laughs> yeah, did you see the new trailer for Star Wars Episode Nine? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's excited. Oh, yeah. Sorry they recast you four yeah, years ago. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot they had recast the original Chewie, but it makes, like, I didn't even think about it, but it makes sense because that guy is old. He's tall. Still, his, <laughs> his spine's all messed up now. Oh, he's broken. He can barely walk. <laughs> yeah. He's broken. Yeah. But anyway, do you get to fly the Falcon in this one? Awesome. Yeah, well, we're looking forward to seeing you, Chewie. Thanks for stopping in. <laughs> fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> that was Chewie, everybody. He drops in once in a while. This being the first time. <laughs> Maybe he'll drop in again. Who knows? Yeah. Well, he, you know, he works the soundboard and everything. so he's, That's true. He's, he's busy. He's kind of job. We haven't gotten him his own mic yet. No. But... So, yeah, for me, I watched it downstairs in my own living room. But, yeah, it was, it was fun. Just went downstairs right when the panel was starting. Just had my breakfast and just watched it. And, yeah, I mean, Stephen Colbert. I mean, it was fun to watch him interview the people. You yeah, know, you had J.J. Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy came out. I mean, I was kind of like, eh, whatever. But then uh, Anthony Daniels and uh, Lando. Um, yeah, Lando. Billy D. Williams. Billy, Billy D. Williams. They came out, and that's when it got really exciting for me. I really enjoyed watching those two. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, and you could tell Stephen Colbert was just having a great time interviewing. Yeah, he was just so happy up there, like a like a like a little Star Wars man. Yeah, <laughs> is, is he it was, a fan too? Yeah, he's a huge he, fan. Yeah, he yeah, interv- no. he did the interview for the <clears throat> panel. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's his, right, that's right. I would say his his jokes fell a little flat in this, but you could tell he was just giddy though. He was just so yeah. like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting to be here with all of you, a room full of fans. Yeah, screw all the jokes. these stars. I'm here. Well, exactly. It's like I can forgive him for bad jokes because he, it was just just fun, just getting everybody on the just, stage. Just nerding out. Mark Hamill, you were missed. Yeah, but yeah, they brought out the new cast, including the guy that plays Chewie now. Uh, but yeah, who was there? Oscar Isaac was there. Um, Poe was or po, Oscar Isaac is Poe. Um, I forget their Daisy names. Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley was there. John um, Boyega. Yes, John Boyega. I always forget his name. Um, Kelly something. The gal that wanted to save all the animals on the casino planet in Last Jedi. Oh, Rose. Rose. Is Rose. Yeah, there we go. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> actress, fine. Character. Needed better writing. Yeah, I don't know. She's cool as a person. She seems like a really cool person. I date her. But and then they added like had a new character come out, which we haven't seen yet. I don't yes. remember her name. And you could tell he asked her the obvious question, like, "Are you going to be Lando's daughter?" And she hopped around that question so much, but it was kind of like a, "Okay, probably will be." 
Probably. I like how she answered, which is like, look, Lando's a handsome guy. He probably has a lot yeah, of children throughout the galaxy. He spreads his seed all over the galaxy. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, well, that that's, is true. That's a good answer. I mean, Billy uh, Dee Williams. He was a space pimp. He was. I always old... envision, like, when you meet him in Cloud City for the first time in Empire, like, I just always envision this guy, like, total space pimp. Again, just spreading his seed all over the galaxy. Oh, good for him. Wow. I guess the force is strong with him. The force is strong with him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Spreading his middle chlorians. <laughs> why, why, why do you think he uh, liked the Falcon so much? It was the fastest ship to get around and that's true. Slash escaping. Yeah, you know, slash I, get away. I kind of imagined a young Lando. Oh, <laughs> well, it's been a good, good, nice knowing you. Bye. I, I kind of imagined a young Lando, like the beginning of Guardians of the six. Galaxy, where that girl just pops up, like, Peter? It's like, oh my God, I honestly forgot you were here. <laughs> <laughs> I love that part. I was like, well, it's great. It's the first couple mm-hmm. times I saw that, I forgot about her being in there. So it was like a oh, new yeah. joke every time. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I totally we're not, we're not here for Guardians today, but man. But yeah, that was oh. fun though, but watching them talk and then the big unveil. We finally got a trailer slash title for this. So are you guys ready to talk some uh episode nine? The rise of Skywalker. Oh. Yeah, you know, I wasn't super whelmed by the name at first, but it's grown on me the last few days i'm like it's still not perfect but you know it's fine i i think it's a pretty cool name but it also is very it's very confusing because it's like what the force awakens then we get the last jedi and then we get rise of skywalker it seems like the names are kind of contradicting well it's kind of confusing in a way too because it's like the skywalker saga is coming to an end exactly which it kind of did in the last one but now this one's titled The Rise of Skywalker. So I don't know. What are some of your theories regarding the title? We'll talk the title for here. I'm confused. That's all. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm confused also. Like when I saw it, I was like, Rise of Skywalker. Okay, that's interesting. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> right. You know, because well, literally all the all the stuff I've been reading is just like it's like this is the end of the Skywalker saga. But they keep I, right. I, I gotta say I do like that they showed they kept it a secret. They showed the trailer first. And then at the very, because I was like, okay, what are they calling this? What are they calling this? What are they, and then like, and then I'm like, the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, like, they're really keeping it on the DL mean? for a what while. What does that mean? I don't. Know. So my, th- I have some theories here. We had the Last Jedi happen. Luke's gone. Um, I kind of like they keep talking like balance of the force, balance of the force, bring the light and the dark together, gray spot balance. So I'm kind of thinking maybe Ray is gonna dump the Jedi name and rename the gray area Skywalker. From now on, like you're gonna be trained to be a Skywalker. Hmm. You're gonna learn the ways of the Force like a Skywalker Knight. I don't know. That's interesting. I think I think it's gonna be more of a like a title like that goes rather than a last name. Okay, so you're kind of looking more along the lines of the past titles where they've kind of put a little bit of wordplay into it. Okay. Yeah. See, I I don't know. I mean, like. I mean, also, like, there's just so much that could happen in this movie. And it seems like a lot of people are, like, Disney's trying to course correct Star Wars in this one, too. Like, I don't know how much, like, if they're going to retcon anything that happened in The Last Jedi or just kind of, like, pave the... Well, I feel like they kind of are because there is a giveaway at the end there of the trailer. Right. Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, Palpatine. There's a lot of questions being raised with this trailer, which they did the job of a trailer. Yeah, Good which trailers is... should raise questions and have yep. discussions like we're having here. Exactly. I should. mean, should we just talk about the trailer, I guess, at the beginning? Like, start off, you hear Ray, Ray breathing, you show her out in a desert, and then all of a sudden you see yeah. a tie flying at her. Yeah, I mean, that, seeing that as the opening to that trailer, it was like... It was interesting. Like at first, I was like, "That's not very exciting." Like that's that's a pretty boring trailer intro. But like the more times I watch the trailer, the kind of, the more excited I it makes me. Like it gets me excited. I'm like, "This is it's uh, it's drawing a lot of tension before bringing us into any action." And I I I thought it was a good way to open it, but it took me some time to warm up to it. But yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not my favorite part of the trailer. Although I'm trying to. I don't know what would be my favorite. I mean, it was cool. I like the watch look at that, like kind of modified, like with the red cockpit. Like, it kind of looks like a tight interceptor, but mm. like a lot less spread out. It still looks like a lot tighter, like a lot flatter. I guess yeah, it looks pretty tight interceptor to me, at least. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, there's a lot of cool things, a lot of questions, a lot of kind of like, huh? I don't know. Like, I don't know for me. So that was a cool way to open it. I'm just going to say it. Like, this is probably my least excited I've been for a Star Wars movie ever. So, The Last Jedi kind of whoa, ruined whoa, for me a little bit. What about Solo? Well, I was halfway okay excited for that ish. You're like, we'll see how this rap scaling gets wrapped up with the Skywalkers. And then at the end of the movie, you're like, okay, I still don't know how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. But, yeah, well. I don't know, just, you know... Yes, you got the Force Awakens. You've got the, the Last Force. Jedi, and I got—I just got to say, like these movies are fine. They're not amazing to me. They're fine. I want really one of these movies to center around center around old man Luke Skywalker. I really wanted to see my childhood hero, just you know, in his adult prime. I guess you will. I don't know, not prime, but like in his adult. More, I, what am I trying to say? Going from being the Padawan to the Master. Yes, I want to see him in his Master years. I wanted to see him just as the Master. You know, he's trained for years and years and years. I wanted just all the wisdom and everything. I wanted him to be the Master. And but. we don't see him till the very end of the first one, which is kind of fine, because I like these new characters enough that I'm like, okay, well. Because I, I always envision it as like he'd be the center of like the first one. Then there'd be like a transition period in the second one where he's kind of passing along his wisdom and knowledge. Right. And then maybe he get, dies the, by the end of the third one as the passing of the torch. Right. So far, right. that did not I mean, happen. It, Star Wars serves as like, if you zoom out, it serves as like the karate movie of the sci-fi world. Like you have the master, you have the Padawan, the little you have Joe Tokwasapa, and the master always dies. And, yeah, the master dies, passes on the legacy <laughs> to the the grasshopper, and that's that's you, you get that in the the Jedi. Paint order. my fence. Yeah. Um. I mean, you also get that in the you get got the douchebag kid being trained by the the douchebag uh, trainer. Talking about Kill Bill. Talking about Kylo Ren. <laughs> Yes, I'm talking about Kylo Ren specifically, and uh, uh, in as an example, Cobra Kai. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Just, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Kylo Ren is the the douchebag kid from Cobra Kai. It's true. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> right. So true, though. It's like 
you just it's a crowd. But still, movie, I, I wanted like fans. a central. I wanted a good central like yeah, master Luke Skywalker. Yeah, character. there's there's. I no wanted to see him pull a star destroyer out of the sky from the ground. That happens in the comics. I have that comic, and it's fucking sick. Okay, but I wanted that in this movie. It's <laughs> like they were so focused on these new characters. And here's the thing, though: you're Disney. You're people will li- if it's good, people will line up. You can have the end of the Skywalker saga trilogy. And then you can have a brand new trilogy with these new characters. Why they wanted these new characters to be the center focus, I just don't understand. Because like, well, if they had the new characters as the center focus, then we should have maybe like maybe referenced the original trilogy, but not actually had those players in it. If that, well, I don't know. But no, that's it why it could have been done again, better. At again, least. a slow yeah. passing of the torch thing. Like Disney has screwed up on this new trilogy so much, in my opinion, because like they had one opportunity to have. Han, Leia, and Luke in the room together, and they screwed it. They didn't do it. And now that opportunity is gone because we no longer have Carrie Fisher with us. Exactly. So mm-hmm. they have screwed this trilogy up royally. So, needless to say, I'm not very excited for this movie. I'm still going to see it, but I'm not super stoked about it. The trailer has some good parts in it. I like seeing Lando flying the Falcon. That was awesome. Finally. Definitely like seeing that. Yeah, um, I liked at least hearing <clears throat> Luke Skywalker. I didn't see him, but at least we got to hear him. Right. And then, I mean, there's some cool stuff. Like I do like um, watching Kylo Ren's body slam that dude to the ground with the That was okay, cool. that is probably my favorite part. And I saw a lot of people talking fun. crap about that. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, I, <laughs> just, I, I heard people talking crap about that too, and I'm like, I understand. Just, I'm like, that. that yeah, I mean, they look like just like a, spears him because it looks uh, like a force battle with like maybe him and maybe we do see the Knights of Ren in this, which would be amazing. But maybe I it's like hope so. maybe it's him and his goons against everybody else. And anyway, it just looked cool. <laughs> It did. I mean, plus, like, he's su- he's pretty powerful using it's, the Force. It's like a two-second shot. What are people complaining about? I don't know. It's just, it's, he's super powerful with the Force. He has, in my opinion, a very cool lightsaber. I love that it has, like, just, it's unstable, so, like, has exhaust coming out the sides. I like that look a lot. But the fact that he's so powerful with all that, and he just decides to body slam a guy to the ground... Just, I think, makes it even more bad. the unstable bit of his life. Now, I do yeah, wish he was like wearing a freaking mask. Like I'm so bit. tired of him not having a mask. Now well, we... it looks like they're fixing that, and God, I hope so, because I think his mask is super cool. Somebody was his fixing mask it. Is that, super what, cool. Those look like hairy hands in the trailer. Some, So somebody else was putting it together. But... Yeah, it looked like somebody was fixing it, but it did it show him with his mask on in the trailer? It did not. No. Okay. I no. just I've it heard like that someone was piecing it together. But at least it's but... getting pieced together. I mean, I guess I, it's, I guess so. it's cheaper than buying a new one. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, I, don't, I mean, just like it, but he, like, he doesn't need it. He's not Darth Vader. <laughs> it's not the respirator aspect. Right. It's just for looks. Like it's just because just pick he, a new one, dude. he has an identity crisis. <laughs> right. But I can just imagine if he gets that within the first ten minutes of the movie or something. And you just see him walking around with like the stitched back together helmet. I think that would look so All cool. Right. I think would it would be cool. Yeah, no, that I think it would look badass. That would make him look like a Sith Lord. Just but, welded back together. So, helmet. yeah, we see what looks like uh, people are speculating that this is like pieces of the Death Star lying in this water. That's what it looked like to me. It could, it could be remnants of a lot of things, though. Which it looks like either the Death Star or remnants of that planet Death Star that they had in the, the first one. The, uh, I don't, uh, I don't remember. Starkiller base. Yeah, yeah, that's that what one. it was. Yeah, I'd say it looks more like Death Star, Death Star like metal. Yeah, as far as the size and everything. I feel like it also, has to be on Endor though, be. because the first one was around like an all red, like Mars, Jupiter kind of planet, and this looked like more of an Endor type planet. So. Damn. 
Hard to say, so I'm guessing Death Star Two. I don't know. I mean, what if the... they built? What if they built a third Death Star? Oh we don't know. No, no <laughs> more Jesus Death Stars. Christ. I hope not. And that, that's nothing. That's like J.J. Abrams, like the guy from Toys, the, the guy that wrote Toy Story Three, wrote a script centering around Luke Skywalker, and they tossed it. And J.J. Abrams gave us the script that we got for Force Awakens, which was fine. It was fine, but it was too much of a side by side comparison to New Hope. Right. And again, that's I, you know, yeah. Don't get me st- don't, um, don't get me started on Kathleen Kennedy. Like I, I mean, just, it it was a new hope for a new generation of Star Wars viewers, and I think that might have been the route they were trying to go for, but it wasn't the right route to go for the people wasn't who at all. grew up on Star Wars. No, it wasn't right, right at all. And you know, right. I've met even like a dad who his son had seen like The Force Awakens. He's like, yeah, I love Star Wars. I'm like, what about the originals? Like. Scott, you know, with the original cast. He's like, oh, I haven't seen those. And I actually went up to his dad. I'm like, your son hasn't seen the original trilogy, but he's seen The Force Awakens. He's like, I think it's just too slow for kids these days. And I actually told him he was a bad dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that is just hands down bad parenting right there. <laughs> that, Give your kids some Ritalin and sit them down to watch My, my kids won't see movie. anything Star Wars related until they see the first trilogy. Like, the first oh, trilogy is what the they thing. will see first. If they're, like, My philosophy is, since kids, like, you know, they have... A lot better looking movies. I'll give them credit. So you have to have nostalgia attached to Star Wars to get it passable in the modern day, I think. So sit them down uh-huh. at four. Four or five years old is the longest you should wait before they've seen yeah, Star Wars. When they don't I know mean, better. My, my parents made a mistake. <laughs> get I, them when I, they don't I probably know didn't better. see Star Wars until I was in sixth grade, which is just crazy to think about. But I was hooked. Yeah. Mid-90s and I was hooked. Oh, yeah. I remember my dad had the, the three-disc set. DVD. As soon as it, soon as it was released Man, on DVD, you guys must have been rich. All we had was VHS. I know it wasn't. I didn't see Star Wars on D- Blu-ray or a DVD until like oh, three yeah, no, years it, ago. It wasn't. It wasn't Blu-ray. It was the very first time they ever released the original three on on DVD, and it was. Um, we had the one. We had the VHS version. Get a little closer. Oh, my bad. Oh, oh my. Oh, oh, oh my. Oh. Sorry. I feel Sorry like sure we get this to. is going to turn into like we're going to post a Star Wars talk episode and then we're going to post a Hellboy. <laughs> that's fine. That's, that's, I oh. think that's at this point we've talked long enough that that's what's happening now. Yeah. But again, for, I don't know. This it just makes me so mad. I don't really don't think Kathleen Kennedy was the right woman for the job. Or actually, let me just rephrase that. I don't think Kathleen Kennedy was the right person for the job. I would rather have John Fowler have been a part of the producer of all this. I just. I don't think she's done a good job. These, I mean, I'll, we're not the only ones thinking that either. And I know it's kind of like, yeah, and like, which is one of the things that I didn't think. Now hold on, now oh, okay, I, go I wanna, I'm not finished yet. And now I, I will say I do like JJ's style, and I would have been fine with him directing this whole trilogy, just somebody else writing the script. Right. Somebody else writing the script. I mean, but they, I just feel like they rushed Force Awakens. They got the rights and they rushed Force Awakens. I mean, they should have. Really, really planned out and written a really, really good, solid trilogy. Again, a passing of the torch kind of thing. Really solid trilogy. And yeah, J.J. Abrams is a great visual director, I think. And I think he could have taken the whole trilogy by himself and just done good with it. But I know. And I think that would have helped overall for like the coherency because uh, who was the one? Ryan Johnson was Ryan Johnson. Last Jedi. Okay. So uh, that's the thing. Like, and now it seems like since they're trying to course correct, like essentially J.J. Abrams has to clean up 
the last Jedi, which I mean, like if you had him like signed on, like maybe it was impossible at the time to get him for a whole. Well, three originally film. the idea was three different directors directing, you know, a new one for each guy, <laughs> each. Uh, which isn't a terrible idea, but if there's, but it also like makes it so like like we have now, just not a lot of coherency between the films. And again, they should have written out the entire trilogy first, like having a good story in place first. But they just, no, nah, we'll just focus on the one, and then we'll figure out what we're going to do next later. Right. And then not, after that, we'll figure out what we're going to do next later. Yeah, not like Because I have, have a feeling this episode nine is going to be a lot of damage control, is what this episode nine is going to be. Right. So, we will see. I still like things I saw in the trailer. Again, love seeing Lando. I thought that was awesome. Looks like uh, BB-8, which I do love him. He's probably my favorite new, one new thing of these new ones. He's got a little friend, it looks like. Um, That'll be fun. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to seeing if she is Lando's daughter, but her character. I'm looking forward to seeing her. Yeah. So, I mean, there's some good stuff. So, let, let's talk about the end of that trailer, though. At the end, we hear this dark, sinister laugh, and it sounds to me like Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> and what kind of gave it away is, as soon as the trailer ended at Star Wars Celebration, Ian McDermott came out. Looks into the, or, you know, he's holding the microphone, camera's on him, he's like, roll it again. Yeah. You do it better. Yeah, roll it again. Oh, that's still really bad. <laughs> Your turn. No. <laughs> okay. That's fine. But it's just but, like, yeah. And then, the, yeah, so that's definitely his laugh. Like, at first I was like, oh, maybe it's uh, Mark Hamill's laugh. Maybe he's laughing at Disney and stuff. <laughs> well, you know, know, like, maybe. I think they kind of needed him since <clears throat> Snoke dies. At the end of The Last Jedi, you don't have an overall bad guy. I mean, you have Kylo Ren who's conflicted. But why do we keep recycling the past, though? And, like, here's what I don't like about if they do, even if it's through a clone, if they do bring back Emperor Palpatine, what I don't like about this is it makes Vader's redemption at the end of Jedi pointless. I just, I don't like this going... I won't, I won't go as far as pointless, but it definitely would feel like it would cheapen it up. To, like, cause it, it might not if they pull it off really well, but from what I've seen, they might, they probably won't. No, <laughs> but don't expect, expect Disney. So to it's just like it, uh, they could do something really sweet with it. They could, like, maybe as a force projection, because it's just like I know, like oh, in yeah, Star yeah, Wars yeah. lore, like. But I thought the, from what I've heard, Sith don't have Sith. They don't have ghosts after they die. Well, the big bad Sith, Darth Plagueis, which they talk about a lot in like the prequel trilogy, they I Palpatine says like he learned how to cheat death and he taught his pad one how to do the same, which is implied that it's the Emperor. So maybe somehow they'll rigmarole that around. Maybe, but I don't. That know. makes a lot of sense. So I mean, it would. I mean, I watch a lot so... of YouTube. <laughs> so here's a theory that people are throwing around there that I've been kind of thinking about myself is what if Ray all this time, what if she's a clone like of Anakin or something? What if she's like the X-23 of Anakin? Well, I'd like to say, I hope hmm. she's not the X-23. X-23, way cooler. But <laughs> well, that, that would also with. be very cool. Got to hit to watch the movie again. Yes. But it would just it would be very cool if she was a clone or I, I at least imagine that she is not who Kylo said she was at the end of The Last Jedi. No, he was just trying to throw her off. Like, you're useless. People don't care about you. He was using manipulation. Like, you're a useless thing. Nobody cares about you. I'm the only one that cares about you. Come follow me. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, because... you see guys do it at the bar all the time to women. <laughs> you know... <laughs> 
Oh, Jordan. Jeez. Quit giving away all your secrets online. I didn't say I did that. I just said other people. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my gracious. But hey, women have tried the trick on me, too. <laughs> oh. You beat them down, then you pick them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> the Prince of Persuasion. That's why I was with my ex longer than I should have been. Well, mm. I think all of us have that story. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a common story among God, men. This beer is good. Among I want anybody. This is good. We should pause and go get more. I'm not against that idea. <laughs> well, we at least have some backup beer. I'm almost done with this beer. We've been talking for a while. Well, maybe after Star Wars Talk, we should pause and go get more for Hellboy <laughs> Talk. I'm almost... <laughs> yeah, I am parched. This is really good. <laughs> I wish I bought six now. Had right. I known, it was twelve dollars for all three of these. I would have spent double had I known this was going to be this I would've, good. I would have paid you for double. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know. But now, all this right, is super all right. <laughs> but uh, I'm still. A, I don't know. I, this is still fun. I love talking about Star Wars. You know, I know I sound like kind of a crabby, broken record talking about this new trilogy Back under Disney. In my day. Star Wars was good with women knowing their place. <laughs> oh. That's Jordan. Oh. Hey, That's Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> Leia was still a badass. She had a lot of agency. She was mm. awesome. Yep. I know. I they still Leia. haven't given Ray like that real like backstory or enough like character arc. Hopefully in this one it will. Because she needs I, more. Yeah, she needs more substance as a character for sure. I agree with that 100%. Well, yeah, and that's the thing about these new ones. The characters she, aren't that like, great. Yeah, she has drive. She has the initiative. She has. She's an expressive actor, which I love. She's. Um, I think she's doing a wonderful job, Daisy Ridley, um, playing this character. And I think if they were to introduce... I mean, it would take so much more, so much more development in her Which, as a character. It it would be what I yeah. I mean, just that's what the, that's what they got to focus on. They got to do it. I know. Which like it kind of feels like, you know, like in the first trilogy we have like a complete story arc for Han, Leia, and Luke, and it kind of feels like unless like this last movie pulls off some miracles and makes things make sense. It almost feels like in the next trilogy, we're still going to have, uh, you know, Ray, Poe, and uh, Finn. Which I'm fine with. And again, this is why we should have had the first trilogy focus around our th- original characters a little more. And again, passing of the torch. Yeah, like like that would have that would have made more sense. And here's the thing, too, is with J.J. Yep. Abrams probably doing so much damage control with this new one that he's got to undo things Ryan Johnson did in the other... Which makes it, in some ways, I'm afraid he's going to make episode eight completely pointless. Which means, like, why do we even waste time with that? That what we're getting in episode nine could have been episode eight, then having another episode. Nine. I, just, I, I don't know. Yeah, like I don't think they'll go as far as retconning the entire episode because that would be no. That would that would be bad. anger so many people because like no, I can't backtrack that hard. No, no, <laughs> no. I mean, like, yeah, because it's like a, well, it, it piss it piss people off that like the movie. And it pissed people off that didn't like the movie because they're like, well, then that movie really is just pointless. And then now I hate it even more. Especially <laughs> since they went so hard attacking the fan base over that movie. She's like, well, if you don't like it, you're dumb. And we're all just like, we just want it to be good. Yeah, we just want a good <laughs> right. goddamn movie. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm not against these characters, but they also need to be better. It's true. Like, you need to write better characters for these. Like, most of the stuff that carries, like, Poe and Finn's just, like, natural chemistry 
holds the, those two together pretty well. The writing doesn't. <laughs> no. I mean, I love their chemistry in The Force Awakens. Like it's it's perfect. It's so good, but also Oscar Isaac. I, I definitely I definitely awesome. liked um, yeah. Poe better in that movie too. He kind of became douchey in the Last Jedi. Yeah, I mean that's also I, just, I still don't understand the end of the Last Jedi. That's just bad <laughs> script writing. But I like I liked him a lot better in Force Awakens. I think he's going to go back to being more that likable character in this new Skywalker one. You know what's fucked up is I'm going to have to rewatch the Last Jedi before this new one comes. Oh, out. Oh, me too. You <laughs> and me both. I haven't oh, yeah. watched it. We're gonna, since we're gonna have to like watch it together and suffer together. <laughs> Because, yeah, I am going to watch Force Awakens and Last Jedi in We're just going to sit down and be like, drink till it's good. Exactly. <laughs> no, get your notebooks out and every, take Every some time notes. there's a lame joke, take a shot. <laughs> take some we're notes. Gonna be, yeah. That way you really know what you're what you're getting into. Yeah. But, but yeah. I don't know. Do you, so do you think... Do you think there's a possibility, though? Do you, I think making her the son of Luke... Or, excuse me, the uh, daughter of Luke Skywalker is just too obvious. So yeah, I'm thinking clone. Yeah. I'm thinking clone. Well, if anything, I think she's a separated daughter. Uh, that my, and I still stand to this even after the Last Jedi. I think she's Han and Leia's daughter. That yeah. is a hundred percent what I will. The hell that I, see, I die I'm on. Kind, that I'm kind of liking the clone theories though. Like Ooh. she's a clone of like Anakin, maybe even the Emperor. They saw the power she was gonna have, so they d- just like. Said the hell with this and dumped her on a planet and abandoned her. But in some ways, especially if you're the emperor doing this, why won't you just kill her? Even as a, even a child, why not just kill her if you think she's going to grow up to be that powerful? See, yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. But I mean, clones of Jedi's is not something new to the Star Wars universe. I mean, like I know you haven't played games and stuff, but in the Force Unleashed, there was actually Shadows of the Empire. Play the crap well, then you always too. have the comic breakdowns, but I and mean, Jedi that Knight. was basically deemed and Jedi Knight too. Yeah. But that was it. But like, useless by Disney, which is upsetting. I remember but I played the original right, X-Wing game where you had to load it new. on five floppy disks. Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I know you don't remember those days, but yeah, five floppy disks to get the game rolling. I never had the game on a floppy disk. I used to use floppy disks in Computer Lab though, but that's that's it. That's it. <laughs> I my. My first computer that I owned myself was it was running Windows Millennium Edition, and I had this badass flight simulator game on it that I loved to play so much, and I got really, really good at it because if I crashed the plane, it would take 45 minutes for me to reset back to the tarmac. <laughs> so if I crashed the plane, I would just walk away and do something else for a while. Jeez. You hear that, young kids? The, str- the struggle kid. is real. Gaming in the 1990s. You thought a 30-second load screen was tough. Well, listen up, buckos. Uh, I used to have Fuck to have, you. playing on the Super Nintendo Star Wars games, I used to have a, a pad and pen next to me because I had to write down codes. So that mm. when the game reset, or if I, you know, I came back later, so I could get to the level I left off on. Yep, yep. I'd have codes written down to do that. Yep. I remember a lot of SNES, SNES games worked like that. The Aladdin game, especially, like had a four, like person code, and you'd have to write down like Genie, Guard, Jafar, Jasmine. Yep, the one, one on the level. computer. I loved <laughs> that game. That was so much fun. Oh, you could man. run around and jump. Rooftop to rooftop, and throwing apples and shit. Yeah, throwing apples. apples. <laughs> God, that I miss that game. That uh, was fun. 
right in the carpet through the cave of wonders, yes. like trying to dodge uh, lava and flames and everything. Yeah. Oh man, that was good stuff. That game was surprisingly dynamic for its time. All right. Well, before oh, before we wrap up Star Wars talk, I gotta say one thing I was really excited that was announced at the Star Wars. Oh, did you want to talk about the game at all? Sorry. Oh, I mean, like, uh, there's not much of the game out there yet. Like, Jedi the Fallen Order takes place, like, a few years after uh, Episode 3. So, you you know, you follow a Jedi who survived Order 66 and just trying to, like, blend in and do mundane crap. I guess I, I'm not really, I don't really play games much th- anymore, but that get, you showed me the trailer and that looks awesome. Yeah. It I, just looks very cool. Yeah, I could be very excited. I couldn't figure like. out if it was... Um, somebody that was a Jedi that was just trying to lay low and survive, or if it was somebody who had discovered their powers and was just trying to keep it on the DL. It is, he's supposed to be a pad one that survived the Jedi purge. Oh, okay. So he was still in training, Yeah, survived the purge, and now he's on the DL. Okay. Yeah, and which that was a sweet trailer, which also, like, oh, that, that has so some awesome fun. shots. And, like, essentially he was on, like, a... a a crew tearing apart what looked like a Republic Star Destroyer. Yeah, it was like a salvage crew that was chopping it up into bits. And... I know, which is super, like, just the image was super cool. Oh, yeah. It really, it, it really brings you into, like, the, like, what the people of the real world in the Star Wars universe are doing after these epic battles. And exactly. It was like, a really cool scene. It's always cool to see new characters in similar time frames to the, like, the, you know, the iconic characters. So it's always cool to see, like, yeah, it's kind of like a side character that's just trying to survive, like, just after all this iconic yeah, shit that we've the, seen. The happens. aftermath. You don't get a lot in epic movies that end in epic battles with epic explosions and big cruisers coming down on planets like Man. you don't get to see the aftermath Sounds of that so cool. very I often get back to the gaming. I know. and uh, that aftermath is what really it it paves the road for the next it, series I it think. just builds out the world yeah which is one of my it, main it helps reg- it to evolve that's one of my main complaints about just what Disney's been doing with the offshoots. Cause the offshoots are just like, we're going to do what happened right before the first movie. And then what happened with solo and is that the only offshoot? Is there one There's more? There's only been two. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, then they're thinking Obi-Wan maybe, maybe well, Obi-Wan's Fett. now going to be a, series on the disney plus okay but i'm just saying like which is exciting i, I but this is what i like about the mandalorian idea though is they're st- same universe but different characters all together not related to totally anything skywalker different or anything timeline. like that and yeah, that's I'm what excited i about and that. i like that that's what i want kind of like how the mcu like that's has right. the guardian so we get this whole like entered like galaxy like romps yeah. like it's I a want whole like another ex- track. I want an actual extended universe from and there's Star different, Wars. And there's different things in that universe even too, because you got the Novas over here, you got like the golden yeah, whatever race over here. So much in the Star Wars universe to play with. Like play with it. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. So you <laughs> get out there. They haven't touched it. But you ma- could, but maybe TV yeah. will be the right platform for that though. I, I hope I so. think it will help a lot getting it on a different I, I gotta say because out of the format. Tire everything that happened this last weekend with celebration. I gotta say the Mandalorian stuff is what I'm most pumped for. Because oh, it just looks too. the most it like just Star Wars. Looks me too. The most like Star Wars. It just 
ah, the stuff they it, showed looks amazing. Yeah, it's familiar, but it's also suit. new. Oh my gosh! And yes, we're so gonna and it's gonna Boa be like, Fett's really gonna kick it or not Boa Fett, but you know the Mandalorian is gonna kick ass yeah. flying in a jetpack. They got the technology now oh. to make it look cool and realistic. Yeah, it's gonna. It's like even Django had his moments, but it was still rocky with that. I mean, the technology's come a long way in fifteen years, so yeah, it's gonna be good stuff. It's good, yeah. like yeah. And if the there's co- any callback to any characters that they have to from the past, because I think Favreau said this takes place five years after Jedi, there'll be the technology's here for de aging people now. Yeah, yep. you know, there's plenty. Of, like it just it looks cool. It looks grounded, and it looks like we're gonna be following an interesting character that doesn't actually have a force power yeah or no, maybe, maybe I'm, he does. well i don't I'm know i'm looking forward to this maybe just don't yeah i, don't I do want to say yeah, I, don't, I don't think mandalores are are prone to force sensitivity yeah to force sensitivity i think it's it's not like completely unheard of but it's fairly uncommon okay. kind of like wookies i will say my other favorite okay. announcement at this this last weekend was anthony daniels announced he's going to be releasing a memoir it's for, available for pre-order on Amazon right now. Comes out November fifth, and it's called "I Am C-3PO: that's, The Inside that's, Story." That's fantastic. Because I mean, who else has been in all three that's, of these trilogies? That's C-3PO. Awesome. So yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to reading that one. Looks like it's a forwarded by J.J. Abrams right there. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that for sure. I will. That will be going on my Christmas list for sure. I might even wait. I might just buy it. Day it goes on shelves and read it, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that for sure. Yeah, that would be an interesting read. Yeah, I, I a guy used... that's been through it all. What I got to thinking of this, uh, they were talking about it uh, when he they, he had his one on one interview with somebody. I think it was from StarWars.com. Is he had managed to stay slim all these years? Because imagine slim if, enough if he, to if stay he, in that to suit. stay in the suit. Yeah, <laughs> I just impressive. I never <laughs> thought about that, but yeah, he got to still voice the review, but yeah, to actually play the character, like he had to stay skinny. For forty plus years, because like, yeah, yeah, I know. He even mentioned that even just like, a couple sometimes... sizes bigger, he wouldn't be able to fit in this suit. Well, he even like said on his panel that he's just like, yeah, like sometimes when I put it back on, it doesn't quite fit right. But after a couple weeks in the gym, I just slide back right back in. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty yeah. impressive. I mean, imagine like just in like pre-filming, getting in that suit, trying to wiggle your way in there. That's workout enough. Yeah. It's crazy thing too. <laughs> crazy like, thing too. Back in like seventy five, seventy six, when they were filming this, he was like, "What am I getting into?" No, like, I bet he heck? did not expect this. Like, no one expected. I mean, hey, it's cool. Like, I'm a I'm starving still actor. Be wearing these. All right, I'll get in this ridiculous gold suit. I'll put this helmet on. Whatever you want me to do, I just need money because I need to eat, right. pay my rent. Like I don't know what this is going. Yeah, I mean, yeah. hopefully he talks about that in his book. Like I, I, I cannot wait to read this book. I'm so excited yeah. for it. It's going to be just as good. I don't know if you guys have seen it or read it, but um, I've got uh, Leia's memoir over there. Which is awesome. Diary, A Princess Diary or whatever. Diary of a Princess, whatever it's called. But yes, good stuff there. Carrie Fisher inside story on stuff. I'll have to borrow that. Get your own. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Are we ready to wrap up Star Wars talk? We've been going for a while. Like, guys, it's just so much fun to talk about Star Wars with you guys. There- Star Wars is a like not a conundrum what's the word i'm looking for it's just it's just life <laughs> it's it's an endless pit of things to talk about in in my opinion i think it's just it's so multifaceted and it's so diverse and it's so it's for everyone 
it's for everyone. It is. I uh, think. And I mean, there's there's people that, that don't think so, but I think if you introduced them to Star Wars in the right uh, way, they would fall. That's why I hope it, it conti- they really, really get have. some good writers it's, on board for, like, especially if they're going the TV route with their streaming service, because, yeah. like, writing really good, relatable characters is what's going to bring I mean, people in. And that's what makes me so hopeful is that TV shows now are almost better than a lot of the movies they put in theaters. Not to a certain degree, yeah, yeah. Not definitely. necessarily sometimes with production value, but it seems like the writing in a lot of TV shows is just like top notch. That's tighter than what you see in movies. So I think with the Mandalorian and some of the other stuff, hopefully, I mean, Disney's got the money. Hire the fucking people, and you can make everybody subscribe to your streaming service. Oh, oh, I just remember something we haven't, at least I haven't talked about yet. Good. Regarding Star Wars, is the new season of Clone Wars. Oh, yes. The new season yeah. of the cartoon series. Because I am so stoked. So stoked. Did, did that go on hiatus for a couple of years? Like it, it It's did. been gone for like three or yeah. four years. Okay. Yeah, like I, uh, I right after their, their last season, um, their most recent season, I, I, wa- I binge-watched all of it in like a matter of two weeks and I did not think I was going to like it nearly as much as I did. It was so much fun. It, it taught me stuff that I didn't know about the star Wars universe, which surprised me, which uh, I hear. I've never seen this show, but I hear when you watch it, it helps you appreciate the prequels a little more. Yeah. That in the clones, the life of the clones, it really dives deep into the life of the clones. And I really, really loved that about it. Because especially the ones you even see in the movies, they're such unique individuals, but you only see them as this mass army. Yeah, and it's it's really fun aspect to see. What what season will this be when it comes back? Uh, season seven? seven. Yes, yeah, yeah. so it has been. It's been so around it for a little bit. Along for a long time, and that's another thing. Just watching it because in the prequels, like the end of the second one, like the Clone Wars, you're just like, oh man. The next one, we're going to see a lot of cool stuff with like the clones fighting. When the third one came out, it's like Clone Wars started in the second one and it's over. It's gone. Like Clone Wars just ends almost immediately in the third one. And but it's so yeah, because it would help the prequels just because you that, get that, like seven seasons of what happens in between episode is, two and episode good. three. Yeah, because yeah, my biggest no, complaint it, it really pulls two it together is I, I really wish um, episode one and two had been episode one like merge those stories together into one episode then revenge of the sith episode two then darth vader and his prime is episode three that's what i wish would happen with those sequels and yeah. instead we the best we got in darth vader in his prime was at the end of rogue one yes which, which was oh still awesome God, still best two minutes ever <laughs> a lot of fun I, yeah <laughs> Yeah, I just I had to bring that, that up because it's, yeah, it's my, part I, of the Star Wars universe, and I really enjoyed watching it. Um, and it's nice that they also do justice to Darth Maul, which is one yes. of the coolest characters in the prequels that they just use as a prop. Yeah, yeah. I I had the comic books, the Darth Maul comic books, when I was little. Ever since the first time I saw him, I was like, that dude is a badass. I need to know anything and everything I, I, I can about that guy because he is super cool. Especially who, on who screen. Who is he? Who is his race? Like, what is his story? 
And so I just I bought up all the comic books I could find and destroyed them reading them over and over again. Yeah, and it's also the so, first time on screen that you saw a double lightsaber. Like, my 10-year-old mind was fucking blown. Oh, yeah, like, <laughs> it can do that? <laughs> what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think we're all in agreement here that we're gonna be signing up for Disney Plus here in the fall. I, I'm probably yeah. gonna, I mean, gonna might split as well it just with call somebody it. just like thirty five dollars, thirty five dollars, and have the whole year. Yeah, I, I'm down. <laughs> we'll I mean, see how many platforms you're gonna have per channel. They might as well just call yeah. It they Star have. Wars I Plus. tried to look that up. How many people can watch it at the same time? I could see them it's family saying, first, Daniel. I know. I know, but at the same time, when if Mandalorian is like a launch title, I'm just going over to Connor's house and we're gonna sit our asses down. We're gonna watch. It. You know, you know, Daniel's written his name in my family tree, right? That's true. I do. <laughs> like official. Wow, we're family. Yeah, Aww. I did it as a joke, That's but cute. hey, it's laminated now. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Uh, no, we'll have to have like a opening like Mandalorian night and just watch this like first couple episodes together it's kind of like you know stranger things celebration oh my god i don't i don't (laughs) think i could handle it if they released it episode by episode (laughs) oh too much pressure that would actually i'd be okay with that because like i remember like i was gonna watch the first two or three episodes of the first season of uh stranger things like there was a group of 15 of us like in this basement crammed on the couch just ready to watch this and like we'd watch an episode and be like oh my gosh all right, one more. Get down with that episode. Like, just one more. Just All right, one more. And for next thing you know, it's like three in the morning. We watch like six episodes. <laughs> yeah, as well as it's like you get to savor it more, but at the same time, I want to just consume it. Which thanks a lot, Netflix. Now I have a problem. Yep. <laughs> so true. Uh, but yeah, okay. I have a problem. Need medication. Well, yeah, I think we've we've talked some Star Wars for a while now. Yeah, what do you say? Uh, we. Take a quick break here and come back and talk some Hellboy. Or be a